Welcome to the Gymnast Nutritionist Podcast, a free resource for gymnast parents and coaches to learn to fuel the gymnast for optimal performance and longevity in the sport. I'm your host, Christina Anderson, and I'm a pediatric and adolescent registered dietitian, sports nutritionist, a former gymnast, a current nationally rated gymnastics judge, and a wife plus dog mom. I help gymnasts and their parents learn to fuel without the stress or overwhelm so that they can reach their big goals and dreams both in and out of the sport. We want to help parents take a proactive approach to nutrition, and to do so, this podcast is all about hashtag real talk, where we tackle tough subjects about nutrition, body image, and more in the sport of gymnastics. All right, let's dive in. You are listening to episode 69 of the Gymnast Nutritionist Podcast. Hello and welcome back. It feels like it's been forever since I've been in the studio. I've been trying really hard this fall to try and batch some of the podcast episodes just because... Um, This live season feels really busy. I've got some exciting travel coming up, consulting with different um, gymnastics clubs. We just wrapped up our last program launch of the year, which was really, really exciting. I'm so happy to be working with all these families. Um, And so it's great to be back in the studio today, honestly, recording an episode for you. um, That's from the heart. You know, it's a pretty vulnerable one. I'm willing to share, you know, parts of my own story um, in effort to hopefully benefit you all and benefit your gymnast. And I've been having some conversations, you know, over the years that remind me a lot of my own struggles as a gymnast that looking back, a lot of which stemmed from misunderstanding. And so I want to chat about how your gymnast goal weight may not be their best weight or their optimal weight. And Hopefully, your gymnast doesn't have a goal weight, right? I never encourage gymnasts to weigh themselves. If they are, it's definitely something I discourage because weight is not the same as body composition and neither of those determine performance. There's over like 40 different factors that influence someone's performance and weight is definitely not one. Um, But I think there's a lot of misunderstanding. And I was having a conversation the other day where someone was saying how their high-level gymnast, you know, came back from a really grueling injury over the past couple of years. And before she was injured, you know, she was 13, 14 years old. She was, you know, a level 9, 10. Everything was looking amazing in terms of college recruiting. And at that point, it's just like, okay, you need to stay healthy. But then unfortunately, she had a major injury and was out of the gym because of surgery and the comeback for over a year. I mean, probably close to a year and a half. And obviously during that time, her body changed. She went through puberty. She got her period. And now that she's, you know, in her final year of gymnastics, she feels like she's late to the game. She's got all this pressure on her trying to get noticed and recruited by a college. She is really upset with her body weight because her body weight is, you know, 10 plus pounds more than it was prior to the injury. But she's also three, four years older. Um, She's an inch or two taller. And it's really unfortunate because, you know, this gymnast is really talented and she has all of her skills back plus some prior to this injury. And so from a skill performance perspective, like things are looking really good, you know, for college recruiting and it's never too late. You know, we work with a ton of gymnasts who they do get picked up by college teams, you know, even in their senior year. So it's not over until it's over. But unfortunately, this gymnast just has the the mindset that if I was just 10 pounds lighter, if I just weighed what I did prior to the injury, then everything would be better. I would look better. I'd be more attractive. 
you know, colleges would want me more, right? Like we make all this stuff up in our head that isn't necessarily true. And there's nothing wrong, you know, with this gymnast body. She just looks like a young woman. I mean, she looks like a college gymnast and at 17 or 18 years old, like that's very normal and appropriate. And because of that, you know, a lot of times there is resistance, right? To gymnasts wanting to work with us because they know that um, I'm probably not going to put them on a diet. Like I'm probably not going to say, oh yeah, that's fine. I'll help you lose 10 pounds because they don't have 10 pounds to lose. And most of the time they're already under fueled anyways, because they've been trying to restrict and trying to lose weight. And it's not working because the body's really smart and the body knows that trying to lose weight, like being in an energy deficit, that is starvation. And for a still growing and developing adolescent, the body's going to fight really hard against that. And so I think there's a couple things that we need to talk about today. And number one, you know, body weight is supposed to change for children and adolescents. And this is what I explain to my 16, 17, 18 year old gymnast who, you know, their body has changed. They've gained weight. They weigh more than they did freshman year of high school, or they get to college and they gain a couple pounds and they weigh more than they did senior year of high school. And I'm like, look, if we look at the female growth chart, the weight curve continues to increase into the twenties. So yeah, I'm not shocked that you've gained a couple pounds between senior year of high school and freshman year of college. And obviously there could be other issues at play in terms of stress and lack of sleep and partying and drinking and, you know, not fueling appropriately. Like all of those things could be at play. And if you're interested, um, definitely go check out the episode we have with Tiffany Bird, the former sports dietitian um, with OU Gymnastics. I'll link to that in the show notes. But again, a lot of times, you know, gymnasts gain weight freshman year of college and there's nothing wrong. Like they're not doing anything wrong. They're not eating the wrong things. They're not partying or drinking too much. Like their body is just continuing to mature. And so I think we have to get out of this mindset that body weight is static because it's not, it's dynamic. I mean, day to day body weight can fluctuate, you know, three to five pounds in a given day, but then looking at the growth trajectory for children and adolescents, I mean, they should be gaining pounds every year. I mean, from nine to 12 years old, the female should gain anywhere from, you know, five to seven pounds a year, up to 10 pounds a year, especially around puberty during adolescence. So kind of 13 to 18 years old, we can gain, you know, 15, 20, 30, 40 plus pounds. And all of this is completely and developmentally appropriate, especially when looking at your gymnast specific growth curve, which is something that we go really in depth on inside our program so that parents and gymnasts can have a good idea of where they're supposed to be um, genetically. And when you try to change that, you know, when you try to pull your body off its trajectory, it's just going to fight back that much harder. It's going to downregulate, it's going to adapt, and it's not going to go well. And so I think that piece right there is so important for our gymnasts to know. We need to convey to them that their body weight is supposed to change, that what they weigh freshman year of high school is not go- not going to be what they weigh freshman year of college, that the size jeans that they wear freshman year of high school is not going to be the same size that they need, you know, maybe sophomore, junior, senior year. And more importantly, weight is not the same as body composition. And I tell gymnasts this all the time. Like if, if your gymnast had a twin and her twin sister wasn't a gymnast, even though she and her twin looked to be the same size, they were the same height, they were the same clothing size. I promise that the gymnast twin would weigh probably five or 10 pounds more because of muscle. And people will say, oh, well, you know, muscle weighs less than fat. And it's like, no, that's actually not physiologically true. 
five pounds of fat and five pounds of muscle are the same, but muscle is more dense. It takes up less space. And that's why, you know, a gymnast can be a lot heavier, quote unquote, on paper versus maybe what they look like. And so the problem when we only focus on weight or we only focus on the scale is we can just get so distracted from our ultimate purpose and our performance, wishing we were some arbitrary number that means nothing. And I think that's the real hang up for a lot of upper level gymnasts is this sport is so perfection based. It is so numbers oriented that um, a lot of times, and even there's a lot of superstitions, right? So a lot of times gymnasts will, you know, associate performing well or associate, you know, college coaches taking interest in them or just liking how they look in the mirror. They will associate that with a certain number but unfortunately, or fortunately, I don't know, that number is going to change, right? And so it's something that if our gymnasts don't understand that, it can catch them off guard. It can make them think that there's something wrong. And even for parents, right? Like I will have parents who they join our program or they um, want one-on-one coaching for their gymnast. And no one wants to say it up front. Like no one wants to up front tell me that they think their gymnast needs to lose weight, but it usually will come out at some point in the conversation. And the parent might say, oh yeah. And the gymnast mentioned to me that she wants to lose 10 pounds. And I'm sorry, anytime I'm here, I hear that. I'm like, did the gymnast say that? Or did the mom say that? Like, let's be honest. But again, I'm like, well, here's the deal. Like, why do you think you need to lose 10 pounds? Like, let's look at your growth charts. Let's look at your performance. And then let's also look at our nutrition because often what's happening with these gymnasts who are uncomfortable in their bodies, they're maybe not as lean as they want to be their nutrition is all over the place. Like a lot of them are not eating enough, which we know that causes adaptive thermogenesis. Like it causes the body to engage in all of these kind of down regulatory mechanisms to try and save and store and stay alive. And that is not good for optimal body composition and muscle tissue. A lot of these gymnasts, because they are trying to diet or restrict to lose weight, they often end up binging and overeating. And that can easily put you into a caloric surplus. And so there's often a lot going on with their nutrition that in an indirect way we can fix that actually can benefit their body composition without putting them on a diet. But even beyond that, and this is why I I don't put gymnasts on diet, we're fueling for performance, right? Like we are not bodybuilders. We're not trying to eat to have a certain aesthetic you know, a six pack is not a marker of performance. It's not a marker of health and fueling to look a certain way is just not the same as fueling for performance. And so I care about your gymnast ability to stay healthy, their ability to have enough nutrition for normal growth and development, which means that there is enough nutrition for repair and recovery. I care that they have enough nutrition to support a normal menstrual cycle, because again, that's like the fifth vital sign. If your gymnast is not getting enough nutrition to support Um, healthy hormone production, then there won't be enough estrogen for their bones, which leads to bone demineralization and increases the risk for bone-related injuries like stress fractures and stress reactions. Obviously, not having a period can set your gymnast up for future infertility, which is a consequence that lasts, you know, way beyond the sport. And so, yeah, there's a lot of reasons why it's important that your gymnast body is working, that it's happy, and that it's getting enough nutrition. And the hard truth is that what what your gymnast body needs to look like and what it needs to weigh and the amount of body fat that it needs to have for it to be physiologically healthy and to perform at its best and to have resiliency just might not be what your gymnast wants. But again, I think as parents, 
you can have a big influence on this, right? From a young age, you can normalize body diversity. You can normalize your gymnast body changing and needing new clothing sizes and needing new leotard sizes and just not making a deal of it because it's not like it's a non-issue. Bodies change, bodies develop. But again, in this sport, we often have just such a skewed mentality. Like we forget that all gymnasts have to go from point A to point B. Like we forget that these little girls one day will be full-bodied, you know, young women. And the irony is if you think back to worlds, which we just saw in Antwerp, you know, all of the elite gymnasts, the best elite gymnasts in the world, they're full-bodied women with hips and breast and fat tissue. And some of them have six packs, but some of them don't. Most all of them have cellulite. They have, you know, fat that jiggles on their body when they land on the floor, right? Like they're full-bodied women. And yet these are the best in the world. And I can tell you that if they were solely focused on aesthetic, if they were solely focused on being a certain body fat and looking a certain way, it would distract them from their performance. It would sacrifice their recovery and they wouldn't be where they are today. And so I think it's really important as parents, as coaches, as providers, that we help our gymnasts to kind of wrap their heads around that. And if your gymnast is having a really hard time with that, that is your sign to get them some support. They probably need to work with a dietitian. They also would really benefit working with a mental health professional that has training in disordered eating, eating disorder, and kind of food and body concerns. Because, you know, like the other day when I was working with this parent, I'm like, look, you know, there's nothing wrong with her body. There's nothing wrong with her weight. And the mom's like, I know. I tell her that and she doesn't want to hear it. And I remember that. (laughs) I remember restricting myself and starving, trying to look a certain way and trying to weigh a certain amount. And I knew it wasn't healthy. The people around me knew it wasn't healthy. It wasn't supporting my performance. I was more injured than I was before. And yet because I was so attached to that number and what that meant in terms of my self-worth and my identity and probably my anxiety and my sense of control and all the other things, I just couldn't let it go. And I'll tell you today, like that is definitely part of what ruined my gymnastics career because I was unable to get past that and be willing to fuel my body with the appropriate amount of nutrition to really support my healing and my recovery and my progress in the sport. And so if your gymnast is struggling, if she's constantly talking about her body and talking about her weight, if she thinks she needs to lose weight, if the coach has mentioned her weight, um, again, that's your sign to get some support because you kind of have two choices. And this is what I tell my older gymnasts. You know, you can restrict yourself, right? Like you can try to diet, you can try to lose weight, you can underfuel, which is only going to put yourself at risk for injury and not to mention just disordered eating. Like you can do that. Or you can hold the space for yourself and say, you know what? There's things I don't love about my body. There's things that maybe I miss about my younger body, but this is my now body and I'm going to feed it. I'm going to cherish it. I'm going to put the leotard on anyways. And I'm going to go out there and I'm going to give it my best shot, right? Because there's really only so many things we can control. And what our body looks like, our height, our genetic fat patterns, like none of that stuff is within our control. But we can make sure that we're giving our bodies enough nutrition to grow and develop, repair, recover, and adapt or get better, stronger, and faster from our training. And all of this plays into resiliency and longevity in the sport. And if your gymnast 
is constantly dieting, if she's constantly trying to eat as little as possible for her body to look a certain way, I promise she will not remain healthy in this sport. I know a lot of college gymnasts that struggle with disordered eating or eating disorders that have never been addressed or treated. And while they do make it sometimes to college gymnastics, they're normally not healthy enough to actually compete. And so they usually don't make the lineups or they're often um, red shirted a season. And it's just really tragic because it's like, what would have happened? What would have happened if you had been able to get the help that you needed and fuel your body and heal? I think so much could have happened that probably is beyond your gymnast, you know, even the wildest dreams. So with that, I, I hope that this is helpful. I say all of this from the heart. I say this as someone who has been there personally and also has had to navigate this professionally with a lot of gymnasts. And it's really hard. It's really hard to fuel your body anyways in a sport that is so image-focused, in a culture, in a society that is so image-focused, especially when you feel like you don't fit the kind of stereotype or when you just feel kind of out of place in in your body. And again, I think a lot of that comes from comparison. A lot of it comes from misinformation about what is normal and what's not in terms of body change and development. And so that is something that we all can play a positive role in helping educate and bring awareness to so that it's just a non-issue, right? So that we're not making growth and development an issue because it shouldn't be, right? It's a normal biological process. We all have to go through it. And there is so much strength and power on the other side of puberty that most gymnasts don't ever realize because they won't fuel themselves to really make it through that whole process. So with that, I hope that this is helpful. Um, Like I said, if you have a gymnast who is struggling, please reach out. I would be happy to support them. Um, If they're in college and they're struggling, you know, they can meet with their sports dietitian on campus and start there if they have one for the team. Um, We have an episode I'm going to put in the show notes with Tiffany Bird. So it's definitely a must listen for any parent or gymnast who wants to do college gymnastics and definitely some some must know information in there. And then I'll also link to another episode specifically about weight and under fueling. um, Because again, I think that knowledge is power. And once you kind of understand that bodies are supposed to change and how they change, I think that can help this whole process a little bit. So with that, I am bringing you all something very exciting um, next week. So definitely stay tuned. I have not done this before. It's going to be something that we'll do the whole month of November. I'm really pumped. So stay tuned and I'll chat with you guys later. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Gymnast Nutritionist Podcast sponsored by the Balanced Gymnast Method course. Make sure to hit the subscribe or follow button so you don't miss out on any episodes. You can find any links that we mentioned in the show notes of the episode and also how you can work with us. If you're looking to learn to fuel your gymnast for optimal performance without the stress or overwhelm, feel free to email us. If you have any questions, you can reach us at support at christinaandersonrdn.com, share what's going on and we'll get back to you. Or you can learn more about our programs by going to our website, christinaandersonrdn.com slash work with us. Bye for now.